Glory, glory, Sacramento. Hello and welcome to the 916 Republic Podcast. I am your host, Zach Winnick, joined here by Scott Waits. And me and Scott, we've been sitting in the studio for, oh, about an hour and a half now. Uh, had a lot to catch up on. We had a lot of Thanksgiving things and events we, we talked to each other about. We talked about how Jake Paul slumped <laughs> Nate Robinson. <laughs> and, uh, we had a lot to catch up on it. And, uh, a plethora of things to talk about today for this podcast. Scott, how are you feeling today before we get started? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I mean, it's it's cold now all of a sudden. Yes. It's, it's not all of a sudden. It's cold and, uh, you know, Christmas is in the air. Uh-huh. Um, haven't done any Christmas shopping, which is not actually not either. normal. I usually, like, a couple months out from Christmas, start buying stuff. Really? Yeah. Like I don't. You know, I'm you spread, so bad out, with you spread it. out the cost. But this year... I think just because I'm having a baby, it's like my Christmas present to you is my baby. Yeah, <laughs> you get to you get to bask in her presence. Y- you so. get to hold my baby. Exactly. Not fair. Yeah. My sister was like, "Oh, what are you gonna? What are you thinking about for Christmas? Like, what are you gonna get mom and dad?" And I was like, "A uh, child, like their grandchild. Yeah. That's what they're getting. That's, they're getting a grandchild. Yes. Okay. The greatest gift of all. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. But I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. I have also not started. I, it's starting to become a little bit of an anxiety for me. It's like, oh crap. It's three weeks away, bro. Bro, I got a girlfriend now. Yeah. And I got to like buy, that's another present. And and I also asked her, I was like, so what do you want me to get? And she's like, no, I don't want anything. They don't have to give me anything. I was, like, I was like, great. So you're going to make this lie. hard for me. You're going to make this harder for me. That's fair. Fair. Fine. Here we go. Um, so yeah, I got to I gotta start buying gifts, but I'm excited. I love Christmas and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that it's cold. Yeah. Zach's love. girlfriend, I know for a fact you're not listening, but <laughs> if you, by the off chance, are yes. a liar, that's what you are. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, and Nolan is not here. Uh, Nolan is not here, no. Yes, there is a, a, a potential that someone in his family may have come in contact with COVID. So yeah, so just, just be to, safe. Just to be safe. He is not here. Yep. Um, so, and it, the person wasn't him, but you know, yeah. just to be on the safe side, he's not here. Um, he may be able to send in a little Nolan note. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, if you're listening to this and you see in the title that there's a Nolan's note, then it's a coming. But there you go. Uh, yeah, it's you know, ending and ending this semester is uh, for him with first semester of law school. So it's a little stressful. So he might be busy. able to yeah, might be able to send something in. We have been talking to him about things, so he is keeping up to date with yes. everything going on. So, but that's Nolan. You can be uh, thinking about him. Hopefully, his family is <laughs> safe, doing well. Yes. Um, and his dad is a doctor, so hopefully he's able to go back to work soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming he's having to, you know, probably be extra careful of stuff too. So, other than that, other than Nolan not being here uh-huh. and uh, Jake Paul just destroying, <laughs> uh, if you don't know what we're talking, well, maybe you should just talk go about look something. it up. Yeah. Just go look it up on YouTube. I don't want to say. I want to say. I want people to watch it. It's just look up Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson and click the highlights and watch this blonde-haired. YouTube white white boy YouTube dude just slump a former NBA basketball player in the undercard for the um uh Mike Tyson Roy Jones Jr. little old man bout thing that happened. It was all honestly it was just some it's boxing. If you it, don't know, you what know we're what talking it is. About, it's it's boxing, boxing and it's just it's just COVID and people are bored and so these fifty year old men were like let's box each other. And some YouTuber is on the undercard with an old NBA player. And the YouTuber just destroyed the NBA player. So, yeah, for context, Nate Robinson is 5'9". He's yeah. short. He's a, he's Jake like, Paul's, I think, like six foot. Yeah, like we think, oh, NBA guy. He's like 6'6". Six, six. No, no, no. He's 5'9". Yeah. Like I'm taller than Nate yeah. Robinson. Zach's taller than... Yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah, it's you got to watch it. Like Co- it's Co- it's got quite the knockout. Bored. Like okay. his face broke his fall. Yep. And he was out cold. Go watch it. That, that's our personal news. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now back to the soccer. In other news, soccer. Yeah, soccer news. There's a couple things that uh, have happened. You may have been a little confused why our last episode didn't <laughs> yeah. talk about the U.S. Men's National Team games. Well, that's because we recorded that before those games came out, and we did mm-hmm. that because I went on vacation, and that's just kind of how stuff went. Um, so there were two U.S. Men's National Team friendlies in Europe. Uh, one was against Wales in wales and the other was against panama in austria yes not austria in austria but panama in austria that was because panama was already in europe playing i believe against qatar uh maybe i don't know they were playing a game already in europe so they were already there so it was easy to schedule them okay uh review of these games really quick the score line for both wales was zero zero yeah and we'll talk about that in a second yep panama was yeah. six to two U.S. Yeah, a little bit more exciting. Quite the beating. Yes. Yeah. So U.S. Wales. Uh, we already talked about the call up from you know the, the roster that was called up in the last yeah. episode. Euro Euro roster with the ex- exception of Sebastian Legette. and the guy from Brazil, Johnny. Yes, Cardoso. Yep. yep. Um. So we already talked about that. We've already kind of said, oh, this guy's a surprise. This guy's a surprise. But from the Wales game, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me was Musa. Okay. The yeah. Valencia 17-year-old mm-hmm. uh, who could play for Italy or England yep. or and like has Ghana or something. England's youth national team. Yeah. He looks impressive. Oh, I yeah. can see why he's been starting for Valencia. At first I was kind of like, "Oh, you know, maybe there's an injury and they're just No, no, no. Like he's legitimately that good to be starting for a La Liga team at 17. Please choose the US. <laughs> That's yeah, all I have to for say. For real. Please like the midfield of Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney and Eunice? Eunice Musa. I keep wanting to say Giannis. It's not Giannis. I think it's Eunice. Eunice. Yeah. Musa. His name is Musa. Yeah. His last name is Musa, yeah. I'm going to call him Moose. He's already got a nickname. Moose. Moose. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, Adams, McKinney, and Moose. That's Uh a pretty strong midfield. Either way, any way you slice it, it doesn't matter. Like, formation doesn't matter. I think those three guys can handle it, and they're Mm. all young. Yeah. I think McKinney's the... Oldest at twenty two. I think. Oh yeah, he's twenty two. I think he just turned twenty two. Yeah, that's a solid. Like that's Adams that's our midfield for the next decade. Yeah, literally. So please sign. Oh, uh, bro, I I hope so. Anything else you want to add from that game? That was that was really my big take. It was a zero zero. Pretty boring. It was. Um, Gio did not. Gio was not happy with himself. Giovanni Reina. Giovanni Reina started in the Wales game. Came off in the, I want to say like the sixty something minute. Um, it, it was very had hanging low um he's young you know and i think he but came think he into that, that game pressure. he came in that game with a lot of pressure on himself and uh and yeah he was disappointed but then you parallel that with the panama game which we can do uh, now maybe yeah no I, I i think the only other thing i wanted to add from the Wales game was that uh, there was no center forward, no no natural starting center yeah. forward because uh, Bremen did not let Josh Sargent go for COVID mm-hmm. reasons. They only let one one guy go. So we, I think we mentioned that we weren't sure who was going to play center forward. Yeah. I'm not quite sure if we talked about that, but Sebastian legit played center forward, tried to play this false nine. It didn't work. It didn't it, work. It, it, it didn't work. Is it a club in the bag? Fine. But we know that that club 
doesn't do it's anything not gonna work, but so. shank balls. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, golf fair, fair it, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Sebastian legit plays center forward about about yeah. as well as I play golf. And that was <laughs> okay. Is bad. Is not good, guys. Yeah. Um. And I it was done because Sebastian legit knows the system well enough to like understand what he needs to do at the false nine. Um. And Tim Weah, um, Giochini, 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 Giochini. Maybe you just say it quicker. Giochini, who plays. For Khan in the French second division. Okay, that is it. Um, don't know the system. So it, it was in theory, it's, hey, he knows what to do. Um, he had no idea how to do it. Right. And it didn't work. But that's okay. Because it's still 0-0 zero, zero draw. Um, and it was a, a Welsh kind of B-plus team. Yeah, yeah. I would so say Gareth so. Bale didn't even dress. I think Danny James, who plays for Manchester United, uh, I think he... He I don't came think he on played. as a sub, or maybe he didn't play at all. Uh, and Harry, then, what's his name? Harry Wilson for Harry Liverpool. Wilson, yep. He did play. Yeah, he, came, he started. Yeah, he started. So again, it wasn't their like best. Uh, ben Davis or Ben Davies wasn't even out there. Yeah, the left back. Um, he wasn't it was out a there. B, it was it a was B a B team. team. So it was a B team. Nil nil with uh, kind of a, and I'll say a minus team. B plus team for the US I think versus this is, B plus team. Yeah. With the exception of the center forward. I think this is the this is other than the center forward, this is the A plus team that has not played with each other yet. You know? I, this I is the A plus team for the future. I don't think you well, okay, obviously Christian Pulisic wasn't there. True, fair. That's and fair. and I we don't, don't know who's playing striker. And I don't think you can say this is you can't include Musa in the conversation yet True. because he hasn't declared for the US. If he does declare for the US, he very well could be that guy in the starting roster. Um, so yeah, maybe an A minus team. Fair enough. Yeah, well, A minus. Okay, so an A minus team for the US, B plus team for Wales. Nil yeah. nil draw. It was fine. Yeah, it's fine. There was good and moments for both teams, and it's minutes for these young guys. These are these are the future of our US men's national team, and they need minutes. Um, they need senior caps, and they also need minutes together to develop chemistry. So it's good. It's friendly. It's what you want to see. Um. And also the women's national team also played a game. Uh, maybe touch on that real quick. They beat Netherlands. Well, let's talk about Panama real fast. Okay, for sure. And then we'll talk about that. I wasn't sure if you wanted it. We'll go review, review, and then preview, or we'll go, okay, we'll keep it men's, and then we'll go women's. So yeah. uh, men's team for Panama. Now, this was a very different game. The, we came out, the score of this game again is 6-2. to two. Um, It was... Three to two going into the eighty-ish minute. Yeah, it, 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 so that score does not reflect that how the game went. So I really, I so I didn't get a chance to watch this game. Somebody uh-huh. very, very, very kindly gifted my wife and I a weekend away. So not last minute, but kind of last minute, like within about a week and a half, we we had to plan this and get away. So um, I was gone that Monday. So I did watch the extended highlights and I, I definitely got the feeling that this was a bit more tense as a viewer because the scoreline stayed yeah. so close for so long until yeah. the last like 10 minutes. Am well, I right? Yeah. Am I right? It was three to one for a while. Okay. And then they scored in, I, I'm just going to pull it up. I believe 60th minute. I, this is all I'm just going off of like my recollection um and and so then i mean it's three two at that point and it's like what i mean it just didn't feel because because panama scored in the eighth minute so this the game starts one nothing panama 
Yeah. So, and then we went and scored in the 18th, 22nd, and 26th. Uh, but then at the 79th minute, game's 3-1, Panama scores in the 79th minute. And so now it's 3-2. So for a couple minutes there, it was a little bit like, what? No. Like, we are we have handedly been the better team here. Um, and then in the next 10 minutes, we score three goals. We win 6-2, and, and which was impression, impressive. Uh, Sebastian Soto came on. Sebastian Soto is from, I forget. Sebastian Soto. Sebastian Soto is under contract with Norwich, but he's on loan at Telstar. And that's the it. Second that's division it, yep. of the Netherlands, I believe. Scott just did that off of his brain. That's impressive. Let, let's he's just... actually scored quite a few, like in the past like month, I think he scored like three or four goals and like very nice goals. Yeah. I was looking I was looking up his stats. It's fun. It's a, it was a fun roster. It's a young roster. It's got a lot of potential. Um, and they score three goals in the 83rd minute, 87th minute, and then the 90th minute. He scored a brace. Uh, Sebastian Soto off, off scores a brace off the bench uh, and comes on in the like 80th minute. So it was very impressive. Um, a lot of things stuck out to me. Gio, um, Gio Giovanni Reina plays plays a much better game um, this time around. It's a much worse opponent, maybe not much worse, but a worse opponent, right? Um, and but it's still good to see Gio play much better. Musa looks. Musa just plays like he's eight years older than he actually is. He he's just. He has no idea what Greg wants. He doesn't know the system. But I think once he gets this system down, he's he's a good player, and I really hope he he chooses the U.S. Um, and I'm hopeful after this after this past camp, I'm hopeful that he does. Um, so that was good. And then honestly, one other person, if I could name one other person that really stuck out to me, was actually Reggie Cannon. The the left he played left back, mm, right back, right. I think he actually played left back. He played left back, okay. and Des played on the right, um, and he played super well. And well, now I'm sorry. Okay, Fop Mob have has him listed as a left back. From my re- from my memory, I feel like he play, actually played right back. So he he's, played full back his whole career. I think he's been a right. He's back. been a right back. So I think Fop Mob's wrong. The okay. app that we use, yeah. I think it's wrong. So, but he played right back. I'm assuming. Um, based on my recollection, and he played super well. There's a lot of great crosses, great passes that he played. He's somebody that plays with a lot of speed, and in years past, he can kind of be that one-trick pony where he's just going to take the ball up the side of the field as fast as he possibly can and then lose it. And this, I didn't see that. I saw the speed, but I saw the decision-making and the passing ability and the technical ability. And I actually thought he was probably the best man on the field overall, um, which was really encouraging because that fullback rotation has got a lot of competition with Anthony Robinson, who's at this point a pendant starter at Fulham, which is playing Premier League soccer. Um, so that's it's a fun group uh, a front, and a young group. Um, and Reggie Cannon is absolutely in that conversation, especially after that Panama game. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm really happy with the fact that we were able to have this camp and get those guys in there, even if it's just to like get to know people. Because it, if there's one thing we know, like we're we're in our early ish twenty. Why well, is it we're mid twenties now? You're twenty four. I'm twenty six. Yeah. Um, and Nolan is I is twenty four. I think he's twenty three. Twenty three. Somewhere in there. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's dead to us. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but you know, if there's one thing we know about 
guys that are in their late teens, early 20s, we like to hang out. We like to spend a lot of time together. So the fact that you're bringing in a 17-year-old that is, you know, deciding on the system, you're bringing in um, a couple of these other guys that are in their late teens, early 20s that could maybe play for someone else, but it would be great if they could play for the U.S. And you put them with, you know, guys that are the same age, they're going to some of them are just going to gel. You're just going to yeah, click. Take right him to away. camp. Yep. That that could honestly be just but what happened with Sergino Des. Like he played for the US at youth levels and then by the time he got into um you know the the point where he has to decide his senior team uh, for for you know who he wants to represent nationally, he's probably thought like, "Well, I've I've I have kind this of grown up with these with guys. Christian. Like I know Weston, yep. I know Tyler yep. Adams, I know Christian Pl- Yeah. Like I know those guys and we gel. Like we yeah. are good friends yeah and i think uh also having like uh giovanni reina does that as well for the younger guys too like oh this guy is he's not just a young guy playing for the u.s but like he's a young guy playing for the u.s that was born in the u.s came through the u.s and now is with a big european club and is friends with like erling holland and friends with like some of these guys at a big big club like you want to be friends with them. Like, I want to be friends yeah, with Wes them. Wes McKinney, who yeah. plays next Christian Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, like, <laughs> him, and, him and Ronaldo both got COVID at the same time. I'm going to uh, say that's because they were hanging out. Yep. That's my, that's my theory. Probably. So, like, uh, you know, I I think this is this was a good camp. And kind of previewing, we'll, we'll, touch, we'll touch on the US, men, U.S. women's national team in a second. But, you know, now going into uh, the December camp, which is a new thing that's happening, um, do we want to read the roster for the December camp? Oh, yeah. this um, Yeah, let's read that, and then we'll go to the women's. So this December camp for the U.S. men's national team, um, as this previous November camp was a Euro-based squad with this uh, exception of Johnny, who plays in Brazil, and Sebastian Legette, who plays here in the States. Um, it was an all-European roster. This will be a domestic roster, um, which will feature... And it will feature a mixed bag of both young and older players, young mm-hmm. and veteran players. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you thirty-year-olds, veteran players. Um. And so, yeah. You, do you have the roster? I do. Okay. So there's three def- three goalies. Excuse me. Eight defenders, five midfielders, and six forwards. Your goalies are CJ Dos Santos, who is listed at playing uh, for Benfica in Portugal. No caps at all. I just pulled up his uh, profile on U.S. Soccer page um and it says he is six foot four he was born or his hometown is fox chase pennsylvania so he's it it appears like he's from uh, the u.s and it does say he's at portugal um and he was born in 2000 so he's 20 years old Mm -hmm. as of august 24th which is his birthday um and he has represented the u.s before at the U-17 World Cup in 2017. Um, and he has also played for the U-20s. Um, and uh, that, that, that's about it professionally. <laughs> he signed for Benfica in, the, in August 2016. They extended his contract to through 2023. Um, and he, it looks like, plays for Benfica's U-23s. Um, so that's all we really know about CJ Dos Santos. Other goalkeepers, Bill Hamid, a familiar name, and David Ochoa, a guy that if you watch Sac Republic, you maybe have seen play because he played uh, for 
the uh, Real Monarchs. Mm-hmm. Okay, defenders Kyle Duncan, Marco Farfan, Aaron Long, Mark McKenzie, Mauricio Pineda, Sam Vines, and Walker Zimmerman. Midfielders Brandon Aronson, Kellen Acosta, Frankie Amaya, Cole Bassett, Sebastian Legit, and the forwards Ayo Akinola, Efra Alvarez, Paul Ariola, Daryl DK, Jordi Mihailovic, Chris Mueller. So mostly Major League Soccer base. There's a couple guys that are not. So, uh, like we said, CJ Dos Santos plays for uh, Benfica. Benfica. And then I thought there was one other, just glancing through. Nope. They're all, all the rest of them are Major League Soccer based. So, mm-hmm. uh, for now. For now. For now. <laughs> Brendan before, Aronson is on his way out. Yeah. Before they, before they move. Um, quick, quick takeaways from this. Are the, are some of these names familiar? Some of the newer. What what are your what's your familiarity? What's your thoughts on this roster? Yeah, uh, what I expected um, as far as so I had heard it would be a domestic roster. I'd heard this maybe a week or so ago. I'd read an article about how Greg is looking to now put a domestic roster together um, for a camp, and so yeah, nothing really surprises me. I was looking for Clark. I forget his first name. Caden. Caden Clark, who plays for New York Red Bulls, seventeen um, year old. On his way to RB Salzburg, I believe, um, in the near future. Uh, so I was, I was, I was hoping he would make it in the camp. Um, but Brendan Aronson makes it in the camp. Somebody with a oh no, Brendan Aronson is on his way to Salzburg. Um, Clark is on his way to Leipzig. Um, well, I don't think anything. It's not like it's on the. It's, it's not, not like not a deal official. has been announced. It, I yeah. Um, That's the assumption. And yes. the rumor, I guess, is that yeah. eventually he'll move to uh, RB, Leipzig, RB Europe, somewhere. Yeah, um, but Aronson has a deal to go through with Salzburg, um, and he'll be joining them, I believe, in the winter winter window after MLS season. So um, I'm excited to see him play. Um, Aaron Long is is an MLS center back who's in the conversation for men's national team center back call ups. Um, come, he's had a pretty bad year it's for major league soccer like his club team it's been not good okay i'm actually i'm a little bit more excited for mark mckenzie who is and walker zimmerman who was the mls defensive player of the year yeah i it's fine but but mark mckenzie is 21 he's with the union he's the next guy that they're gonna sell yeah and he'll go to europe and within the next 18 months and it'll be playing somewhere yeah he'll be playing somewhere but significant minutes at yeah. a significant he's club really good on the ball uh and young guy he has the makings of a potential u.s men's national team starter for a, a long time uh, but we also thought the same thing about matt miazga when he left the red bulls we also thought the same thing about a few other guys so but just somebody else to be excited about yeah so and, and i'm this is what I love. <laughs> I love the U.S. men's national team, so I'm excited to watch. Yeah, I'm excited to see how they do. Yeah, I'm happy that Efra Alvarez, um, who I believe can also play for Mexico, is is in this camp, and Ayo Aquinola, who can also play for Canada, is in this camp as well. I think those are good uh, ads, and I, I don't I don't know if there'll be a game. Hopefully, there'll be a game for these guys to play. I assume if, there'll if not, be one at least. If not, I'm just happy they're there. Yeah, getting that chemistry. Yeah. Um, these are kind of the depth players at this point. Moving forward for the future, these are like now people vying for depth positions and also getting a look at who is still domestic but will 
like McKenzie, like Aronson, who will eventually make their way over to Europe. Finally, talk about some women's national team real quick. Yeah, I mean it's already been like twenty minutes. Yeah, so we just, are we're rolling through this. Just, <laughs> just list the the scoreline and, uh, and two nothing win for the women against Netherlands. Uh, a great goal by Rose Lavelle in the forty second minute. Um, it, it's what you expect. They they come out. They get some good goals. They get a shutout. They get a clean sheet, um, and they move on. Like they're just such a they're such a just a machine. Um, and, yeah, and Netherlands is a very good team as well. So. And it was a, re- a re- rematch of the was this the 2019 World Cup? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 2019 World Cup final. Uh-huh. So, and we beat them two nothing, just same. like we did then. Yep. So, um, they're rolling. They'll continue to roll. They're just an absolute machine. They're they're fun to watch. Um, it's almost not even like. I know it's, it's almost like not even newsworthy. I know it's like it's yeah, like, you beat them again. Yeah. Like, come on, I mean uh, them again. Like Netherlands is. Like one of the top teams in the world, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, they made it to the World Cup final like last year. So yeah, yeah. Um, and do nothing yet again. So they're rolling. Um, that is the news for today. We we've taken a whole lot of <laughs> yeah. time to talk about this. Hey, look, it's December, guys. I mean, what do you expect from us? Exactly. Right? There's not much to talk about, but there is some stuff to talk about. There's some, some significant Sac Republic news. Some players that, that have you've come probably back. just fast forwarded to at this point. Like, yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Maybe put it in the show notes. Be like Sac Republic. Yeah. <laughs> Zach and Zach and Scott talk no, you about. Will listen to our analysis <laughs> of the US men's national team <laughs> and you will like it yes uh, but now it's time for some sac republic we have we have the players for the most part the roster has been sifted through yep by the staff and we have mostly 90 percent of the roster is players that are coming back players that aren't the three players that are still undecided we'll just go over this real quick yeah we'll talk about them first um Deckel keenan Derek formella carlton belmar formella and belmar's two players we've actually talked about we want to see them come back. We've talked about in a previous episode why. Um, that still remains true. Yep. I would imagine if Keenan comes back, it's to take on an even more coach player role. Yeah. Um, emphasis on the coach part. So those are the players that are undecided. Well, and honestly, I mean, he's 36. He's got a family. This Deku yeah. Keenan, I, I would imagine he would want to stay in Sacramento. Whether he is a player coach or just a coach, I would imagine he would want to stay in Sacramento. Yeah. But honestly, and this is maybe getting a little bit ahead, mm-hmm. we, uh, Carlton Belmar, we said we wanted him back. I My feelings are have slightly shifted because we know that Cameron Awasa will be back. He, yes. He's under contract for this year. Well, the, for now. The Well, the rumor was that they offered him they, a buyout. They offered him a buyout, and he did not take it. I don't know if that's yeah. true. I don't know if it was like a there was a a player option, and he took it. I I don't know. I don't know exactly what went down, but the the team made it pretty clear. Like Cameron Awas is back. He's he's staying with the, the team, and that kind of changes my opinions on Belmar because I don't want another Belmar Cameron Awasa season. Like, yeah. If Cam's back, then like let Belmar go. Let him go play somewhere else, and. I, also, like I've said before, I would like to see a young striker from the academy or just another young, younger striker. Like Belmar is 27 and Awasa is 27 as well. Okay. So it's uh, we don't need two 27-year-old yeah, forwards. True. So 
and I, and I wonder if that was maybe that's maybe also in Belmar's head as well. Like maybe the club yeah. wants him back and he's like, well, I don't really want to compete with this guy. And uh, you know, so I, I don't know. Th- that's just kind yeah. of my thoughts though. Just, it's just a pure age thing. Yeah. Well, and, and so, and on that, so one of those players coming back, we have a list here that we're going to go through Cameron Wassa coming back. Um, I agree. I, I understand where you're coming from. I I think for me it's I'm more savage in the fact that it's like if Cam comes back I don't even want to see him in the 18 like fine tr- uh don't take the buyout train with the club for a year but I don't want to see you like even on the bench like I'd rather just see um Carlton Belmar on the bench with or starting striker with a young academy striker um so, but I, I don't know that that's what they'll do. And, and I don't know that um, Coach Mark Briggs will have the luxury of being able to go, no, I will not put him in the starting 18 ever because of the contract that Cam has. It's a big contract. It's the biggest, might even be the biggest on the club at this point. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It kind of makes me upset <laughs> that, like, that Cam is coming back and didn't take the buyout. Um, well, and it's interesting about a about a buyout, too, because you would have imagined that Roro was on a multi-year deal. Yeah. Um, but apparently he's, he's not back. I mean, we already talked about that. So I don't know. Maybe the club bought him out, too. That's just me speculating. Maybe he was just on a one-year deal because of his age. Uh, he's 32. Yeah, could be. So. And it did seem more like that. And in the way that Roro handled the exit, it seemed more like it was kind of a surprise to him. Well, yeah, it, it, he made it feel like it wasn't his decision. Yeah, it did feel that way. Right. Based on what we saw in the press that he had released. So, but um, yeah, so I'll just read through this list and then go ahead and do that. And then we'll talk. And then we'll you talk. can pick out somebody if they're interesting to you. All right. So players coming back in no particular order. Uh, Shannon Gomez, Jordan McCrary, Cameron Wasa, who we already mentioned, Mario, Mario Panegos, Rafa Diaz, Jaime Villarreal, Hayden Sargis, Andrew Wheeler-Amanu, and new signing, Rafael Juaregui, yes, which yes. we need to... Maybe we'll start there. Uh, yeah. Rafael, Rafael Juaregui, butchered that one. Yeah. 15 years old. <laughs> I know. Uh, so far for Sacramento, he's played on the wing, but I think primarily on the left, but I, I'm pretty sure he could play left or right. Um, thoughts he's on just this young. Yeah, I, yeah. He he's just young and he's still figuring it out. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Rafael Haragi is built like a man. Like he is 15 years old and he's built like a man. He has two, at least two. I, I believe three total youth national team um, games played. He has at least two camps that he's been to. Um, and so, I mean, that's he's on the radar there for the youth national team, um, and he's 15. So it's exciting to see his future, and uh, I'm glad he's back. Um, and it, it'd be great to see him fight for even more minutes this year. He, For being a 15-year-old, played a significant amount of minutes for the Sac Republic senior squad this past COVID season. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see him um, continue to develop as a player. Yeah, I was talking with Nolan about it a little bit uh, today, and I was telling him I was expecting one of Rafa Raragi or Julian Chavez to sign a pro deal. It, it just kind of made sense. The amount of minutes they played, the amount of appearances they, they played, it it was more than, I mean, 
any other guy on an academy contract before, if my memory serves. So I was I was expecting one of them to sign, and I was thinking it was going to be Julian Chavez. He's older. Uh, he performed better, in my estimation. He scored the goal, uh, the game winner against T2, that one of the million times we played them. And I, I just thought he looked he looked good. So in my head, I was thinking Chavez makes sense. But after kind of thinking it through and talking about it, Waregi, if you think he truly is a next level talent, it makes sense to sign him now because well, let's say he plays the next two years in at the USL level. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll only be 17 going into Major League Soccer or he'll only be 17 when another club comes to purchase him. So it makes sense to sign him now and get him in your plans as a first-team player, not a guy that you can say, well, you know, he's on an academy contract, so if we don't have him train with the club, the first team, it's not a big deal. Like, no, get him in now, get him established now, so that way in three years, four years, five years, you've got a solid player on your hands. So it, it does make sense uh, from that perspective. Yeah, and, I agree. It's a good point. Uh, anybody else stand out to you, Zach, other than Rafa Huaregui, who we already talked about? Uh, Rafa Diaz back, and both Adam Grinwis and Brady Scott, who was on loan, are gone. Uh, so it's it's I, I would bet you Rafa Diaz is the starter for next year, and they'll bring in an academy goalie. He's the um, oldest player they brought. Up. They brought back. That's at true. Twenty nine. Is that is that at all concerning to you? It's not concerning to me. I think that's your goalie that you have for the next two years. I agree. Until MLS, Rafa Diaz is your man, and I'm excited for him. Um, he was in the MVP discussion um, for everyone when it came to the Sac Republic, and he was my MVP. I believe a unanimous MVP for all three of us. Am I correct? I don't think he was mine. No? Okay. I thought I think mine was Jordan McCray. Okay, so in in the MVP um discussion for all three of us at the very least. Um had an incredible COVID season and uh, I'm excited for him to come back and, and to really be the starter for I think what will be barring something extreme, um he will be the starter for next year and the year after until we go MLS. So I'm excited. That, that's fun. I, I, I've i been praising Rafa Diaz for a couple of years now, and I'm excited for him to finally get his opportunity. So, okay, I want to go back to Julian Chavez for a second. Are we reading anything into him not being signed to a first-team contract? Or is it just, just it, it, it's nothing crazy to think about yet? Because, I mean, he's 18. Like, this this would be his last year in the academy. So, are, any concern? I mean, I, I think it's worth noting. I don't know that I'm concerned yet. But it's definitely in my mind as okay. to, like, I wonder what they're doing here. Well, okay, f- comparison. Mario, Penegos, Hayden Sargis, they're also 18. And they but were signed on, last year. on senior contracts, yes. yes. I know it's especially for the the very limited minutes we saw Julian Chavez last year. He played well, very well. If anything, better than Rafa Horegi, who just signed senior contract, who in his limited minutes has showed some talent and potential as well. So yeah, it's interesting. I don't know that I'm concerned about it yet, but it's definitely interesting. It's worth keeping 
an eye on. I mean, we're pretty confident he's going to be back either on a first he's, team contract no or academy contract. no way he doesn't contract. come back. That's what I, has to be. He has to come back. Has to be. Okay, cool. Well, we've talked about the players that are coming back. We've said there are no surprises. There are some guys that we didn't talk about last episode because we started with the forwards and then went to the midfielders. But uh-huh. we're not surprised that Shannon Gomez is back. We're not surprised Jordan McCrary is back. No. We're not surprised. But we knew Hayden Sargis was back. Yep. Um, so that's your really the only few guys that we didn't talk about. Rafa Diaz, we're not surprised he's back. Nope. The guy's not coming back. We already knew Roro. We already knew Werner, who is the youngest player that the team is not bringing back. But that's because he chose to retire. Yep. Tomas Hilliard Arce, we knew. He chose to retire. As you said, Brady Scott was on loan. He won't be back. Frank Lopez on loan, not back. Just want to refresh your memory is that. The other players that were announced that are not coming back are Villian Bijev, mm-hmm. finally, Asha Pollan, Matt Mahoney, and Drew Skundrick. We mentioned the last episode mm-hmm. to not be shocked if Drew Skundrick was back because of his living situation and his new If he wasn't status. back, yeah. If he, if he wasn't back, we think that that contributed yeah it definitely contributed so at the very least i I mean we haven't like talked with drew skundrick about this personally but i'm gonna go ahead and say we were right yeah yeah and uh, and it makes sense understood like yeah yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) he's 25 like we said he could go play anywhere in the in the championship and yeah start yeah pretty comfortably i think so i agree sorry to see him go i i genuinely think the club was shocked by this. They didn't want him to go. They really wanted him they to stay. They looked at him as back. a future leader. I mean, yeah, he was the captain. So yeah. really sad to see him go. Anybody else on this list that you're disappointed? No. no. That that we haven't already talked about. No. Uh, Skundrich is the only one for me. Okay. Not not Mahoney, not Ash? No. Yeah. Ash, Ash I, 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 was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised by the, the tryout kid that came in and played some significant minutes for us, but he's not a kid. He's 29. He is 29. So, that surprised me. I thought he was going to be like 25 yeah. know, or something like that. If he wasn't, maybe, but um, he's 29. Uh, I understand. Mahoney, no, it's time. Um, none of these surprise me. None of these make me sad other than Skundridge. Honestly, the only other one that I'm disappointed, uh, no, I can't even say I'm disappointed. It just would have been like a big, for me personally, a big victory if they came back was Adam Grinwis because I thought he genuinely played well. Yeah, he did, yeah. And I, I don't think he did anything to lose his job. I agree. It was just the injury. And So, like, I would have been like, dude, we've got two great goalies. Yeah. This is good. Like, yeah. I, it just would have made me feel confident because think about the last couple of years, like, right? Yeah. We lose Josh Cohen. Rafa Diaz comes in, does okay. True. And then that other old guy, I can't, you know. Yeah. Comes in, plays fine, but didn't do anything spectacular. And then... Talking about Djokovic? No. Dominic Djokovic? No. Throwback to Dominic Djokovic. Anyway. Oh, year, you're talking about the MLS guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. This year, we we start with uh, Adam Grinwis, and I'm like, oh, this guy seems legit. Yeah. And then he goes down with and a he knee was. injury. He played and well. Granted, Rafa Diaz came in and played great, but it just like would it just gives me peace of mind to know that there are two goalies that we legitimately would be very happy with either of them starting. That gives me peace of mind. I yeah I get that um but this also parting ways with Greenwich and Brady Scott and only having Rafa on opens the opportunity for a young kid to study under Rafa Diaz and to maybe get some cup minutes and I like that I think that that's good 
So Diego Ramos, you're thinking yes, maybe this, this opens exactly. the door for him to actually be the number two. Be on an academy contract and be the number two. Yeah, because I think he'll be 17 or 18 Perfect. This year. So I would love to see that. Okay. I would like that. Okay. So I, I, I mean, I'm with Grinwis you. played very good. I, I and I liked him as a goalie a lot. Yeah, he'll he'll go somewhere in the and championship he'll play. And start. Yeah, and he'll start for sure. And good luck to him. But um, this list, other than Skundrich, no love lost for me. Any anything to be said about uh, the age of the players let go? I mean, from youngest to oldest, we have Werner at 24, and then Skundrich, Hilliard, Arce, Lopez, Frank Lopez, and Mahoney. They're all 25. Uh, Bijev is 27, Greenwest is 28, and then Apollon's 29, Roro's 32. Mm-hmm. The only other guy not mentioned there is Brady Scott, who was 20. Mm-hmm. He's d- by far the youngest. So anything to be said about that? Any conclusions to be made about the direction the club is going that we haven't already said? Uh, I mean, uh, Shana Gomez, 24, Jordan McCray, 27, Cam's 27, Jaime Villarreal is 25, Andrew Williams-Aminu is 26. I, I don't think age played a super big role in who's coming back okay. and who's not. I think what played a big role is who can play in Mark Briggs' system, who plays well in that system, or not. And I, that's who got brought back, other than Skundrich. I genuinely am... Uh, so, going into the, uh, the, the offseason this past year, I was for sure in my head thinking, all right, Sac Republic has two years. They're going to get younger, and they're they're still going to have experience, but they're going to get younger. And mm-hmm. they really didn't. Like as you said, Belmar was twenty seven. Like they kept guys that were older, and they also brought some guys in that were older. Roro, Belmar, Frank Lopez. Uh, yeah, not not old, but not young. Yeah, older. You know, yeah. like guys that are in their mid twenties to early thirties, like peaking. Yeah, you don't. They're not going to get like drastically better. You know, but I, I, I'm, I want to say this year they're going to get a bit younger, but I think they're choosing to get younger through the academy, not through their free agent signings. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think there's a ton of guys out there that are younger. Yeah, that's true. Unless they bring guys. And we also have, and to be fair, we also have a really good academy. Yeah. So it's like. Why not take from our academy? Our academy is really good. Yeah, so if you choose to have, let's just say that these three guys that are from the academy that are now on first-team deals, Huaregi, Sargis, and Panegos, those guys are all teenagers. And if you add five more guys on academy contracts, they could all be teenagers. You could have eight teenagers on this roster that would have at most maybe 28 players. So, I mean, that's a third of the roster would be teenagers. Yeah. Is that... Are you okay I'm, I, with that? I'm okay with that if you bring in. So for me, I think you gotta resign Formella. You gotta do everything you can to resign Formella. He's 25. It's making me nervous that he's not resigned yet. Um, so get that one done. Bring in somebody to be on the other side of Formella, a solid, consistent, established veteran goal scorer in the USL. So not Huaregi. Not Huaregi. Huaregi. Give him more significant minutes coming off the bench. There's a lot there for him. Absolutely. And so you still give him that. But as a 15-year-old, no, I don't think he should be starting. I feel like that goes without saying. I think Mark Briggs is probably thinking that too. Um, so I think getting somebody opposite Formella who can be solid, consistent, goal scorer, veteran, somebody with a name, bring somebody big in to be on that opposite side. 
Um, and then maybe bring in a, a veteran, solid midfielder too. Other than that, I mean, you can go, you can roll with a young squad. Like the fullbacks are great. We have great fullbacks. We have a great goalie in net. Hayden Sargis has already established himself as a solid center back for the future, especially at the USL level. But you didn't, you, so far they're not bringing back another center back with them. So are you saying then bring in another solid center back too? I don't know. To what do, what do we have in the academy? That's my That's question. A question. That's my, I don't know. So I was going to get to this. So it's like, other than that, like if you can go boom, 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 like a winger, a midfielder, and maybe a center back, Maybe if you have somebody in the academy that's young and like showing great promise, I don't hate it to go eighteen-year-old and then like seventeen-year-old at center back. I I really have the faith in Hayden Sargis moving forward, like I do. And honestly, I want him to be put in that position. Like he is, he has the potential to where he really needs to be pushed. You're now not only not only now are you a starter, no, you're a leader on that back line, and you're going to be paired with somebody who you is going to put you in a position to have to be a leader. So honestly, I want to see him stretched in that way. If they bring in a veteran, solid center back, I'm not going to be mad about it. But if you have somebody that you think is solid and you want to put Hayden and give him that responsibility, I wouldn't hate that either. I think they will definitely bring in a veteran, solid center back. And I also think they'll bring in a backup guy that fits that Matt Mahoney role, that can mm -hmm. play right back, maybe left back, but also center Utility player. Um, I'm also not going to be shocked if they bring in three center backs and here's why i've said it before u20 world cup we don't know where sarge is if he if he's gonna go if he does go fair yeah true so uh, don't be like depressed if sac republic signs a bunch of center backs because okay you want the technical tactical flexibility as well like you need a uh the ability to play three center backs and like be comfortable with that yeah so you you want to bring in that guy too mm-hmm. you know so no, I understand that. Yeah. And, I still would like to see Hayden stretched more. Yeah. And just so, you know, fans know, Todd Donovan, I guarantee you, I, I will put all of the, I don't know, ice cream that I'll eat next year. I, I don't even eat ice cream. That's a terrible <laughs> thing to say. Um, I'll bet money that Todd Donovan has already got like two or three guys signed. They just haven't announced it. Free agents, I mean. They're uh-huh. signed. They know they're coming to Sacramento. They just haven't announced Haven't it. officially I guarantee through. you that... The players coming back already know that too. They already know who they're bringing in. So, you know. Well, but uh, yeah, but even with that being said, if you bring in all three of those guys, the veteran solid center back, the veteran solid midfielder, the veteran solid winger, those three spots, I I still am okay with rolling with a very young, inexperienced, high potential subs and reserves list. For this so, team. I think Sacramento last season had 21 senior players. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I they lumped right. in two more guys to make 20. 23. So right now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine senior players. And we think uh, Chavez will be an academy contract guy. To make it 10. To make it 10. Let's say Formella and Keenan come back as well. That makes 11 12. senior players with, yeah, with with the academy. Chavez. There could still be another 10 signings. Yeah. So those are going to be coming in. I'm pretty sure you're, you generally see between now and Christmas, like one or two announced, and then uh, 
mid-January, you have a slew. You're yeah. going to have like five yeah. or six or something to kind of round that group out. And it could be later this year. And then there might be one right before the season starts. Yeah. Type of thing. And all that could be later depending on when the season starts. Yep. And then there's going to be that mid-season signing as well. So if we start the season with 20 guys, that's okay, you know. But just to keep that in mind, like right now it looks like Huaregi might be this backup winger. I don't know if he's a backup winger. They could sign five wingers, and all of a sudden Huaregi is winger number six. Is um, buried, yep. yep. And it could be the same thing with Penegos. Right now, Penegos is a starting midfielder, but they we, could sign five midfielders, Yeah, and, and all of a sudden he's a backup. And we've seen that in the past happen with Roberto Hadagan. Oh, that, he was never given an opportunity. But we are now in a different we are now looking at this roster in a different lens because of MLS coming. So we'll see. Yeah, and it's it's really hard to predict who. So last year, like we we were kind of able to say, okay, these are the areas of need. Uh, we're going to throw some names out. It's really it's much harder this season yeah. to predict the players that Sack might sign. I was just kind of starting to like brew that in my head this past week, and it's like, man, I don't, I really genuinely don't know. So, yeah, it's true. Be looking out for those signings. Be looking out for more stuff from us. Uh, hopefully, we will uh, be able to be a bit more active on. There's just been no news. There's been no reason yeah. to go on social media as much. But hopefully, Sacramento gives us a reason to do that. Be looking some out signings. for uh, some more uh, interviews. We're we're we've uh, kind of got a, a rough schedule planned out of who we want um, to interview. And uh, yeah, the off season will roll on. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and hope you guys have a uh, great Christmas. You will hear from us before Christmas. Yes. Don't worry. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. All right. Well, anything else to add, Zach, before we get out of here? No, nope, that's about it. All right. Well, as always, glory, glory. Sacramento. Sacramento.